Do you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hey everyone, welcome to the Family's Fly Free Podcast. I'm Lynn Mettler. So this week we are going to talk about how to make and why you should make flexible travel plans. So I think that a lot of us learned this lesson the hard way um, during COVID, during the peak of the pandemic, when a lot of things did get canceled. Um, we did have flexibility mostly offered to us during that time period um, because of the unique circumstances. But things are changing now, and so... I personally think it's always a good idea to have flexible plans as best as you can manage uh, because you never know what's going to come up. And I decided to do this topic because we just had an instance where we had to completely um, cancel, possibly reschedule a big trip that we had planned to Europe. Um, so we, you've heard me say on the podcast, we're planning to go to Northern Italy, Lake Como and Switzerland. And, um, right before we were getting ready to go over there, we could see that there's supposed to be nothing but rain and severe weather for the next several weeks, the entire time we were going to be there. And not even just, you know, a day or two of rain, which we could handle, but literally rain all day, every day, and some of it severe. And we had planned to drive, and so we knew we'd be in some mountainous areas, particularly in Switzerland, where you could have landslides and, and different problems that we're not used to dealing with. So we, at the last minute, decided to cancel that trip and hopefully reschedule it in the future. We're now a little bit uneasy because we don't know what the weather is going to do over there because it was a very unusual weather system. Um, it's still raining over there as I speak and record this podcast. So, um, But we were able to adjust on the fly. We're pretty well practiced at this at this point because we've been traveling for so many years to so many different places that inevitably things have come up. Um, this is probably the biggest example. And so I thought I would share with you some of the things that I did to um, make sure this was as refundable, uh, cancelable as possible. But, you know, more reasons why you want to do this is, um, you know, I talk to families, right? A lot. It's families fly free. And, inevitably families are going to have things that come up. Um, you know, somebody's going to get sick. One of your kids could get sick. You could have a parent or another family member who suddenly has a medical issue. Maybe you need to return home um, from your trip, or maybe you need to cancel a trip altogether, or maybe a different event comes up or your kids have a sporting event or um, whatever they're involved with that suddenly you need to attend and you'd already booked a trip and you didn't realize that you needed to do this. Um, or you might just change your mind. Um, you can do that too. You can just decide that this trip doesn't fit in right now with what we have going on. Things are too busy. We aren't feeling well, whatever it is. And so it's just really, really nice to have 
complete flexibility. And there are ways that you can do this. So, you know, just in general, I would say in today's world, especially post-COVID, flexible travel plans are ideal. Um, and some things are out of your hands, you know, when you have delays or cancellations on the flip side or weather that occurs um, at your destination. You know, maybe it's a hurricane, you know, in the Caribbean or down south when you're headed there in the summer or fall or, you know, big snowstorm or um Lisa on our team, she had to reschedule a trip because uh, they were headed to wine country and they were experiencing that big um, rain system out there earlier this year. It was called a, a river. Uh, I forget what it was called. Some sort of a river, um, unique system where that area doesn't usually get rain and they were just flooded with rain. And so she was able to, like us, reschedule her trip and go back at a different time. So there's all kinds of reasons why. So let's talk about what you can do to set yourself up to have the most flexible plans as possible. So first off, let's talk about flights. So flying Southwest is the best airline in terms of flexibility. There is no other airline as flexible as they are, particularly when you book them in points, which is what we are teaching you how to do inside of Families Fly Free. Because when you book them in points, you can change or cancel at will because they don't charge any fees, no matter what class of service you're flying in or what level of airfare you bought. We're always recommending you buy the cheapest, which is one to get away. So you have complete flexibility without cancellation fees, without change fees. You can simply cancel your trip, change your trip, and your points go right back in your account. And it is no big deal. And so with them, you know, not only do I use it for this purpose, but I will often just book any deal that I see at a destination we might want to go to if I have the points, knowing that if we end up not wanting to take that, I can just cancel it and it's not a problem. Now, um, most other major airlines do have some sort of more flexible policy post-COVID um, where you can cancel or refund and usually they will give you a credit that you'll need to use within a certain period of time. During COVID, they kept extending those credits. I think we're to the point where they're not going to be doing that anymore. So it's not as ideal a scenario. Now, the flights that we booked for this particular trip, we booked using our Capital One miles um, and we booked it in uh, on Delta. And so um, that was a very flexible way to do that. We didn't go through a third party portal for these particular flights. Um, and so we just got back a credit on Delta that we can use within the next year for the amount that we paid. So basically I'm looking at it as I have, I used the miles that I had accumulated on Capital One to basically buy myself um, a particular value of credit on Delta um, that we can use if we decide to go back to that same place where we had planned, or if we decide to go elsewhere in Europe, or if we want to go anywhere else um, that may have a more convenient flight, say, than Southwest. But the key here is you want to understand the cancellation policy of whatever airline you're booking. So um, I'm telling you what Southwest is. You don't have to worry about them ever. But any of the other ones you want to make sure before you book that ticket that you understand if it's refundable, if it's cancelable, what will happen when you do cancel, how long will you have to use that credit and make sure you're comfortable with that. Now, um, 
On another portion of this trip, we also had booked flights um, going to New York City on Delta, and those I booked using my Chase points in the Chase travel portal. And those were flexible as well. Um, so I kept the flight departing, but then I needed to change our return date because originally we planned to be gone for two weeks and um, we instead changed our minds and just went to New York and stayed there for a week. So I had to change that return date. Um, and I was able to do that with no problem directly with Delta. I didn't have to do anything in the Chase portal where I had originally booked this flight. Um, it was very easy to just go in and change the dates. Um, and I had to pay a slightly uh, increased cost, not very much though. Um, and so I was able to do that and not a big deal. So we didn't lose out on any of our flights. So that can sort of help you um, get more flexible flights. Now let's talk about accommodations. So we had a mix on this trip of vacation rentals and hotels. So my advice on vacation rentals is that you check before you book them what their cancellation policy is and that you book ones that have the most flexible cancellation policy possible. So you'll see some that will only allow you to cancel within 24 hours of booking. I'd never book those. Um, you'll see others that you can cancel, you know, up to, you know, like, 30 days before, and then some that you can cancel up to two days before. So I would try to book the ones that are two days before if you can find a good option that offers that. So we were able to get back the majority of our funds um, on our vacation rentals because we chose to book ones that had more flexible, flexible cancellation policies. I was out a little bit on one of them. And so I'm hoping that I can appeal to um, my travel insurance to cover some of that because there were some severe disruptions due to weather. And um, the card that I used to, to book the vacation rentals does cover weather disruptions. And so I will be working on that and report back. Now with hotels, most of hotels, you can get them cancelable. You might pay a little bit more points or a little bit more dollars in order to do that. But I think it's well worth it because um, you don't want to be out the complete amount if things end up changing out of your control. Um, I would recommend here that you check different sites, like check booking the hotel directly, check booking in the Chase Travel Portal, check booking through hotels.com um, if you're not using points, and see if one option gives you complete cancelability, um, or at least, you know, 24 hours ahead for the same price. So I know that I have, when I've compared sites, different portals using miles and points um, that I've been able to find some for the same cost that allowed me to cancel 24 hours ahead while, say, booking with the hotel directly. They were going to charge me more to be able to do that. So make sure you understand the cancellation policy. I also like to put in my itinerary, and I did, thank goodness for all of these, when I could cancel um, and how to do that. And so that was very easy when we did need to make this last minute change to go through and take care of everything right there. So all of the hotels that I had booked and I had booked some, a mix in points and some actually paid for. Um, and I was able to cancel everything and get everything back. 
So um, make sure you understand the cancellation policy and go ahead and pay the few extra points or a few extra dollars to get that flexibility if you have to. The third thing I want to talk about is car rentals, and these are usually the easiest. So I think most of us are used to booking car rentals without a credit card. If you if you don't pay for it ahead of time, they do give you that option. And again, they might might save you a little bit. But car rental prices change so much that you don't ever want to pay for those ahead of time. You want then they don't even ask for your credit card. You just want to reserve it, and then you want to keep checking and see if the price has gone down, and then you want to cancel your original original reservation if it does, and then re book at the lower price. Those fluctuate a lot and you often can save on car rental prices if you keep checking to see if the price has dropped. And then the last thing um, would be activities. So this could be anything from uh, restaurant reservations you've made or activities or anything like that that you have planned in advance. So certainly dining reservations most of the time are cancelable. Um, here and there, like we did see one in New York City that was going to charge you a $50 fee if you didn't show up, uh, basically. Um, but as long as you canceled ahead of time, you are fine. Um, Disney's another one. You have to cancel at least two hours ahead of time or you get charged $10 per person. And they do, of course, take your credit card so that they can do that. But most of the time, if you're reserving, and we really like to reserve things ahead, particularly if it's places that we know for sure we want to go so we don't have to deal with long lines or long waits, um, you know, you can book on Open Table most places. There's Resi is another site um, that we saw a lot, some New York restaurants use. And then Yelp is another one that uh, some of our favorite restaurants use. So just make a note um, of that. Keep it in an email folder if you get an email confirmation um, and keep a note of the reservation number, et cetera, in your itinerary. So you remember too that you made a reservation and that you need to go in and cancel those. And then when it comes to activities, it is nice to have your activities booked and everything planned ahead of time. But if you want to be flexible, what I would recommend doing, and even with train tickets, that would be another one, particularly in Europe, is just, it's usually cheaper to book them online, but just wait till the day before um, and book it online. For most things, you know, unless they were, you know, they really fill up and you need to book way out in advance. So like in Milan, for example, um, the Last Supper painting is there. And that's one that you have to book six months out um, in order to be able to do that. And we didn't even get think about it six months ahead of time. So of course that was out for us. But if we had have booked that, you know, we may have lost out on that one. Um, but anything else, train tickets or museum tickets or any of that kind of stuff, you really can book it, just book it online ahead of time and still get the cheap cost versus actually standing in line physically. When you get there, that's going to take you more time and usually takes more money. And then that way, if you end up not going, you haven't gone ahead and paid for everything. Um, but it still allows you you to get the savings. If you do end up going, you can just do it. You know, or once you start your trip, you could go ahead and do it once you know that you're going to be going there. So those are my tips for um, preparing for a trip and allowing yourself um, as much flexibility as possible in case you need to change, reschedule, or cancel. It is totally possible to do it. I was amazed that I was had everything set up with this trip that it really was not a big deal to 
go in and cancel everything. It took me maybe 30 minutes to do that. And then I just had to work on um, switching our New York flights. And then once we got to New York, that's a whole other topic. But um, we were able to do tons of things without having done any planning in advance. We literally, um, once we made the decision, I booked us, I think, at the Comedy Cellar, because I know those can sell out um, before we got there. And pretty and I did have a dinner reservation that I booked ahead of time. But everything else, we booked dinner once we got there. We went to see two Broadway shows. We bought tickets to to see the Knicks and the Heat in the playoff game. Um, and we I think we went to the Comedy Cellar two times. We did a lot of fun things uh, without having anything booked in advance. Now, we probably could have paid less if we had booked a little bit ahead of time. Um, but nevertheless, we had a great time and it's absolutely possible. So um, anyway, I hope this gives you some ideas of things that you can do that are pretty simple if you just plan it ahead of time. And don't worry about it. It's not the end of the world. If you need to change a trip, don't even think about it. Just make your decision and move on. You'll get there at another time. It just wasn't right this time. So, all right, everyone, have a great rest of your week, and I will catch you on next week's podcast. If you're ready to fly your family free forever, I invite you to join my family's Fly Free membership. You'll learn how to stop paying for airfare throughout the U.S., Caribbean, and Europe so you can make those priceless family travel memories before your kids or even your grandkids leave home for good. And you'll learn it using my simple, proven formula that's helped hundreds of families. Plus, it's risk-free. You either get your investment in the membership back in free travel, or I give you your money back. You can get more information at familiesflyfree.com slash join.